Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. One of the things that we seek, or I seek, is the grammatical approval of Howard Beck, who is um, an amazing NBA writer, podcaster, reporter. He does great work for The Ringer and is very, very attuned to the grammar needs of the world. And uh, the, writer than you, the name writer than you, is, a, is grammatically a seal of approval, Howard Beck, right? You sign off on the, on the grammatical excellence of writer than you. Yeah, I mean, I struggle with it, Bill. You know I struggle <laughs> with it. I'm, I'm, I, I let it go out of our personal friendship, but uh, I struggle with it. If it makes you feel better, I struggle with the actual name. I did not come up with it nor request it, just so you know. And I, I'm not I, say- I, I, yeah. I think you fully embrace it. You love the idea that you're writer than everybody. I mean, I definitely am. I just don't know that it needs to be said all the time. You know what I'm saying? Those are, <laughs> right, like tall guys don't walk around and be like, I'm taller than you. We all know. <laughs> we know you are, man. Uh, Mr. Beck, how are things at the ring? I'm so, I'm so excited for them and how lucky they are to have you. Uh, I, I, as you know, think you do amazing work. Uh, you've been there for a little bit now. How's, how's Ringer life? Oh, thank you for that. No, uh, I love the Ringer. I have admired uh, their operation for a long time as a, as a writer, as a reader, um, as, as, as everything. And so, uh, you know, very, very happy to have landed there. Um, very much enjoying it. Really wonderful people. Uh, and just, you know, great website, great podcast network. Very happy to be part of it. Now, I, I know that when you're in a new job, it's sometimes you got to be careful you don't step on toes. Is Draymond Green, is that a UFC story or an NBA story? Do you have to defer <laughs> to a – how does that work? I think all those editors have, like, a big meeting where they have to, like, okay. hash out whose territory, right? Maybe it's a group project. <laughs> right. Collaborate. You know, the collaborate, collaboration is, is a really way to, great way to go in a big organization. I, I think maybe, you know, we get everybody together and, you know, we, we figure it out. It's Simmons, get Dana White on the phone and Beck. Um, all right, so so let's start there because it was a what a circus, Howard. Howard Beck here on the show. For you, is there any deep meaning or takeaway? Is there anything that 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 ridiculous situation told you about the Warriors last night? I don't know. Um, it's a good question. It's a it's a fair question because of everything we've seen the Warriors go through over the last couple of years and. They just seem like – like Draymond's always been edgy, but like Clay's been edgier ever since he went through all of his injuries and, and came back with a massive chip on his shoulder, right? And then they win the championship in 2022, and it's like, okay, we're back. But then the, the edginess just even within their own walls spills over with the Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, uh, you know, dust up and, and, you know, and, and Draymond punching Jordan Poole 
a year ago. And then the, the vibes were all off last season. The Warriors themselves said it after the season ended. Yeah, we never really recovered from the punch. Our, our chemistry was off, everything else. They trade Jordan Poole, so they resolved the Draymond-Jordan Poole tension. And by the way, I, I get the sense from a lot of people that you know there was tension beyond just Jordan Poole and Draymond. It was like Jordan Poole and maybe some others too. And so when they clear that out and they bring in Chris Paul – I know people thought, oh, Chris Paul and Draymond Green can't, can't possibly coexist, or Chris Paul's got all this bad blood with the Warriors. I never bought any of that. I thought all like those things would be fine. But where the edginess is still there is that you can see, like, Clay got into it with Jaden McDaniels, which set off this whole thing last night, and then I, Draymond and Rudy Gobert, I don't know what to make of that, Bill. I really don't. I have no idea how to interpret that. Is that just Draymond losing it because sometimes he loses it? Is there? Is it because like he and just Gobert just don't have never really liked each other? Or there's always been a little bit of a of a weird pseudo rivalry as Defensive Player of the Year guys who were you know jockeying for that award for several years running. I don't know what that was, um, but you know it's alarming. But hey, look, it, c- compared to what we've seen in NBA history, this was nothing. All right, a headlock that you would not let go of. No punches were thrown. Nobody got hurt. Like you know whatever. <laughs> Uh, Harbeck, let me ask you to make a, a generally sweeping statement about a couple teams. And, and I know there's the caveat, at least for me, I usually want 20, most people do, 25 games to feel like I know what and who a team is, and we're only 10 in. But based on what you've seen, are you with Steve Kerr? Do you think the Timberwolves are not just legit, but one of the best teams and can maintain that level, be one of the better teams in the NBA this season? They are gathering steam and credibility across the league, and people are taking notice. Personally, I'm a, I'm, I'll, I'll be a pump-the-brakes guy on not just the Timberwolves, but on a lot of early trends, not just this season, but every year. Like You know me. That's just me. I'm, I'm 10 games in. I'm not drawing any, any wild conclusions about anybody. Uh, I think the signs are really good for them, but like the, 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 uh, the – Amount of data we have on Rudy Gobert, Clay, or uh, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards as a trio, and especially the two big men, there's just not a lot to go on, right? Like last season, it got cut short because of Carl Anthony Towns' injuries. Um, it's looking much better than I think a lot of people anticipated. People across the league were super skeptical of the ability of, of Towns and Gobert to function well together in today's NBA. That is still, I think, a work in progress. So let, let's, you know, re- remains to be seen. But Anthony Edwards is, is a legit two-way star, superstar. He's going to be all NBA this season almost for certain. And Gobert looks like he's back to the guy he was in Utah when he was a walking top five defense, which is the point of getting him. So, uh, and they've got great role players. They, that, that, that team is just done a really nice job of putting together uh, just a complete team. And the talent is there. So, the, the, the top four-ish in the East, or excuse me, in the West thing, like top four in the West, I did not anticipate, but I think clearly they've established that they can be that team. Contender or even like inner circle of contenders, I, I'm just, give us another 10 games or so before we start jumping into that. And on the other side of that, and this question comes from certainly a lot of people I've talked to who actually work in front offices and know the game better than I do, who have made this case to me, pretty passionately this view that the Warriors window is closed and I know you don't love sweeping statements and they can be dangerous and we're only 10 games in but we've obviously been studying and following the Warriors for a very long time 
Do you think it's more likely than not that the Warriors' likely odds at being championship contenders has closed? I'm not ready to, to write them off because of a couple of things. One, we've got, we're in such an era of parity across the league that the gap between teams is not that great, right? It's not like, oh, here's a couple of super teams and then everybody else, and the race is two or three teams. No, every season for the last few, we've gone in thinking five, six, seven teams, and you just need a break here or there. We didn't expect the Warriors to win it the last time they did. Right. And they, didn't, they did not do it with overwhelming talent. You know, like, Steph was the only and, and remains the only clear remaining star, right? Like, Clay is no longer a perennial star. Uh, Draymond is still a really impactful player, but he's not a guy you're expecting to be Defensive Player of the Year or All-NBA. And so, you know, but the collection of, of what they have there and some of the progress we've seen from some of their younger players, maybe, the, you know, the potential to still, who knows, maybe there's a trade to make still somewhere along the way here. I'm, not, I'm just not going to write them off. The, like, the Nuggets are the clear favorites in the West, duh. Um, are they impervious, though? Are they a super team like the, the Warriors of, of, of 17 and 18? No. Are they, are they even at Shaq and Kobe level, that kind of, of, of potency? Like, I don't think so, and that's not a knock. The Nuggets do it with a different kind of formula in terms of, you know, just one supreme player in Jokic and a bunch of other really good players around him. And Jamal Murray flirts with stardom, and then he gets hurt. Um, I just don't think there's any team that can say we are far and away above the pack. And I think the Warriors are somewhere in, in that, that mix of teams that if a couple of things go their way, the path could be there. All right, Howard Beck, it is time for your favorite part of the show. What the Beck? I'm just going to throw something. You ready for this? I'm never ready, and I'm always ready. Go. True or false, it is an abomination against all that is acceptable, holy, correct, American, and Christmassy to play Christmas music on the damn radio before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, you're right on there. Not only that, but they were doing it before Halloween this year. Right. Like, and we had commercials on during NBA games. That, that ridiculous, like, Thanksgiving horror movie was also, like, I'm not sure what was worse, that or the Christmas <laughs> commercials. But it was before Halloween even, and we were already getting, like, a, a Thanksgiving horror movie and Christmas commercials. Um, I, I just stop. Just, can we just slow down, folks? What the Beck? Is it a blessing or a curse that everything my producer says turns out to be wrong? Because I think it might be a blessing, yeah, Tom, because then I just know what side of something to be on. This is a loaded question because it presupposes that he's always wrong, and I feel like that, that's for you two to hash out. I'm not getting right. in the middle of this. Of course. But he loves the Christmas music in August. That's what made me think of it, oh, among other I see. things. I see. Yeah, well, that's wrong. He's wrong on that one. That's clear. What the Beck? All right. This is not me being contrarian. I Really not. I, I just I, – I, I can't decide if I am on this stupid, which certainly occurs – or if there's so much groupthink on the other side, people have gotten carried away. I, I like the in-season fl- courts. I like them. I like what they. I like that they're different. Are, are you like? Are you? I mean, we haven't had many of these nights yet of this in-season tournament uh, qualification games. No, are you? You don't like any of the. I like the courts. Um, I think that some of the courts actually look really good. The ones, the the, the, the ones that are shades of blue, are actually beautiful. Like the the, the OKC uh, one, yeah. Love the yeah, OKC and they, one. And they're not overly distracting, whatever. The ones that are like, you know, two-thirds, four-fifths of the court is red just burns your retinas. 
and like those, like they got to rethink. Overall, the, the appearance of the, the in-season tournament courts, it, I'm, I'm fine with, but I do think the better way to do this is that strip down the middle that has like the the cup and the colors and all that. Do that. Leave the rest of the court alone. And then that's what makes it distinct. You'll know it's an in-season tournament. God, such a stupid name. You'll know it's a tournament <laughs> game. It's so any title that you created for something that involves a hyphen, you've already failed. Just rethink the damn thing. It's grammatically um, correct, though. At least they're not you know in-season tournament year than you or whatever. It it's generic. It's it's like saying uh, you know hamburger with lettuce, cheese, tomato. Like, let's let's call it a Big Mac. Let's have a name for it. Hamburger, just hamburger. In season, you're calling it the thing that it is. That's not a name. You're that's just a description. This is dumb. Get rid of it. Um, Time for the NBA game on a Wednesday night. Brought to you by a TV station. Um, yeah. right, let's. What the beck? Uh, I'm excited about the in season tournament. I'm really into it, and and some of that's because I'm going to be in Vegas. What does it take? to get you at the craps table at 2 in the morning in Vegas in December? Uh, I've never played craps. I don't like Vegas. I don't generally gamble. And a lot. I'm not, and I'm not big on the in-season tournament at all. I, I think it's fine. <laughs> I, I describe myself as, as a skeptical agnostic. I, I'm skeptical that it, that of, of, of all that it is because I, I don't see what the appeal is or, or the need for it. Agnostic in that I don't really care in the end. Like, I don't want to like talk it, theology. I want to ply you with drinks and get you to the craps table. I want you to be like, let's go, craps. I just want to see that side of you one time. No? Hey, not, not coming? Happening. No. All right, let's do one more. We'll do a real one. What the Beck? So this one actually lives a little better than it did. I for, for Over at CBS Sports, I did a column. I, I asked a bunch of GMs and, and executives for their hot takes, right? They actually believed. And I thought it was interesting. And one of them was someone in particular, but a few people said, okay, yeah, maybe – uh, this view that Drew Holiday was going to be markedly better than Damian Lillard. Now, this came out before the season. I think we're a couple games into the season. Obviously, so far, Lillard hasn't played as well as he, as he could, and it's way too soon to draw any sweeping conclusions. But do you think it's legitimate that there's a world where Drew Holiday, as a fit and a player, is going to be much, 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 much more important and better for Boston than, than Lillard's going to prove to be for Milwaukee? Are you buying that as a possibility? A possibility, sure, but it's, again, early. Um, and it is it is always a steeper climb to incorporate another all-star, ball-dominant, you know, high-caliber high scorer than it is to incorporate a, you know, essentially a defensive specialist, right? Like, yeah, Drew Holiday can handle the ball. Drew Holiday's going to score a little whatever, but he's, you know, their, their, their fourth most important player or something. He's just going to an established group there that that was not upended by that trade the bucks completely refashioned themselves and so that that is a different kind of adjustment um but yeah i mean it's it's on the table it is like it, it, boy what a, what a cruel irony it'll be for the bucks if they if their rivals who were indirectly you know helped by getting drew holiday um end up benefiting more than than the bucks did by getting game lillard it is a it is a cruel cruel world. Uh, will I see you in Vegas for the? Are you going to be forced and foisted? Will Vegas be foisted upon you? Come whatever it is, December seventh or ninth, whatever those dates are. The Ringer will have a phenomenal presence there. Lots of folks who are going. I am not at this moment going to be uh, part of that plan. 
Um, and I'm totally uh, fine with that because, as we've established, not a big Vegas guy and not big on the tournament itself. So, no, um, I will I will be uh, probably happily in Brooklyn. So that will make it very hard to get you to the Aria at 2 a.m. Got it. We'll just put it on my calendar not to expect that, that bucket list to get checked off. Howard Beck from The Ringer on Twitter at Howard Beck. As always, my friend, absolutely awesome to have you on the show. Great to hear your voice again. Congratulations to you on the gig and, more importantly, to The Ringer for landing you. You're a very talented person, as we just heard, and I love that you do what the Beck and that you love the grammatical excellence of the name of the show. Thank you. (laughs) Always a pleasure, my friend. Take care. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.